I remember when I was nobber a lad. UKW Friday Night Showdown was an hour and a half with half an hour of technical issues. Well, it's not like that now. This is an hour and 20-something minutes. No technical issues. Packed full. Packed, I tell you. Packed full of wrestling glory. And actually, an hour and 20-something minutes doesn't seem that long. There's so much going on. They are on a roll. And actually, their product has jumped up considerably over the last few weeks. This is a continuation of that. And what they also do, UKW, this week, is they do something really interesting. Because over the past couple of weeks, or few weeks, as you'll know, the heels have taken over. And there are two main factions. We've got JPR and Cayman Carlisle. The New Collective. And we've got the Persian Empire. Sheikh Maktoum, Big Daddy Duncan. Leonie Rose and Johan Hunt. And you'll know that the first two names there, in, I interviewed them this week and it didn't go well. You can hear that on the podcast. It wasn't ideal. Anyway, those are the two factions, heel factions or groupings, or loose collectives, whatever you'd like to call them, who are in control at the moment. But you can't have one faction and another faction with the same power. You need one ruling over all. And this week, UKW did that. That's really important to do. So many promotions don't do that. Fans do need, myself included, do need, well, they're the main faction the main heel faction, the nasty faction. These ones, they're causing trouble too. More of that in a minute. But let's start out with Sid and Henry Winter on commentary. The Dream Team, as I will call them, with Shelby announcing. Really like her announcing stuff, very good. Storm Eunice is mentioned, of course. It's raging outside, so there will be some changes to this card but you know what it didn't seem to affect things because they've got so much going on so many great angles wrestlers that you know and love it's really good at the moment first of all we start with young Horus who hasn't had a win so far now here's an idea I know you're getting cheesed off mate but if you're going to make an open challenge then make it like you did last week Make it for your weight. Now, I know he tried that. He didn't win last week's. But what you don't want to do is open it up to anybody because you don't know who's going to come out and he might be bigger than you, like Big Daddy Duncan. And not only Big Duncan, but Leonie Rose is there to help him as if he needed any help. Mind you, Big Duncan is discombobulated. Duncan discombobulated. In fact... Henry Winter's trying to push some Funky Donkey t-shirts, which I suspect UKW shop might want to run with. Anyway, he's a bit discombobulated to start with because Horace goes for it. Head scissors, drives Duncan's face into the buckle. And then Leone, of course, distracts Horace for um, Duncan to smack him. There are two, I mean, absolutely enormous jobs 
you could probably hear them in Dewsbury. And we're in Batley. So, you know, it's a long way. You could hear them probably in Carshalton, even further. They are extraordinary, brutal. But Horace comes back with an enziguri. However, the size and the power takes control. Duncan stands, catches him from the top into his sort of falling power slam. He just falls over with him. <laughs> but when you're that big, it's going to have an effect and gets the pin, of course. Duncan then takes to the mic and says that if Sedgwick, that will be the owner of the company, Jonathan Sedgwick, ooh, it butted your bones, yes. If he wants to fight Mustafa Khan, who's now the champion, of course, and he didn't like me saying he wasn't really a champion, if he wants to fight him, he's got to go through Duncan. Okay. That's like changing... Um, changing trains and going through Derby. It's not quite as, as... It's worth actually going through Duncan. But there you go. Ah, that's going to be interesting for Mr S. If he takes up that challenge, which I suspect he will. What choice has he got? Okay, next. Cerebral Stee with Jester Jerry Lewis III Jr., this is Tommy Dillon, whose work is so much better recently. And that's the case here as well. Although, he does not have to get hammered in the match. He takes a really uh, tough guillotine early on, actually, uh, from Steve. Steve gets that locked in straight away. But they battle on the mat. And Tommy's battling to try and turn it over, try and get to the ropes. Steve's trying to lock it in. That's really good work, actually. Steve gets a hammerlock. It's countered by a Dylan leg sweep. I usually don't like that sort of thing. But it was fluid. It was nice, actually. Then he gets a nice suplex as well. What's going on? Dylan, good work. Now, Steve has a nasty kick to the back because, of course, you know that uh, Tommy Dillon injured his back and his neck and his legs and his arms and everything else when he was thrown off the off the walkway by Big Daddy Duncan recently. Big Daddy Duncan. And um, so he's not really enjoying this action, I feel sure. Then Steve just smacks him on the chin. Huge punch. As, as Sid Phoenix says, could be out. It was massive, that. Dillon comes back, though, Calls for the dead man's hand. Don't call for it, mate. He knows you're going to do it. He, he's, he's been, he's actually been stamping on his hands earlier on. Has Steve, because he doesn't want that dead man's hand in there. Been, he's, been, he's been stamping on his hands. Yeah. And then Duncan's out on the mic. He doesn't like Dylan. He made that clear in his interview with me. It was costing him matches, he said. And he's distracted, turns straight into a Steve superkick. And Duncan then says, and now you can go home. <laughs> oh, my word. Now, Sid's asking where Sheikh Maktoum is. Where do you think he is? He didn't come out as um, Dylan crawls to the back. Ooh. Okay, Remus came with... Uh, with um, DeCaro versus Joe Sedgwick, or Silver Spoon Sedgwick, as Lawrence Breeze quite rightly says. Now, Rebus Ke- Re- Remus Ke- Jeebus Kane, Prius Kane, Prius Kane, the hybrid wrestler, he um, he does some good work, you know, and I like Joe Sedgwick's work as well. This was actually rather a good match. 
Early on, Sedgwick goes for it. Flying back elbow, really nice neck breaker. Dakaro then gets involved, of course he does. Joe's knocked off the top of the, of the turnbuckle to the floor. And he only gets in at nine. Yeah, after tasting a Dakaro clothesline on the outside as well. But then he hits a really nice Falcon Arrow actually for a two count. Kane comes back with a nice spine buster. And then he takes a punch off the top. And um, and then, and that's as he comes off the top, should I say. So it's got some power behind it. A helicopter dump and a guillotine. And he's out. The hand drops three times. I didn't expect that. Neither did the crowd. We're both pretty silent. And that's good stuff. It really surprised us. And that's what UKW are doing at the moment. Surprising us. The society, of course, Jaw and Henry Wintrew, bad arm and all, stands up to them. And they, they go, funnily enough, even with one hand, he can beat them, I suspect. But that was incredible. I can't believe that Prius K in the hybrid wrestler won that. That surprised me. Really nice to see. Oh, now, I think I know what might happen here. This is Big Duncan with Leonie Rose versus The Sedgwick. Oh, I've deboned your kipper, sir. <laughs> However, it was a much tighter match than I thought. Duncan is discombobulated to begin with by the crowd who don't like him. They're chanting. The Persian Empire have really got people hyped up here. He jaws with that shouting crowd, and Sedgwick's had enough of this. Comes at him early, three clotheslines, can't put him down, no dice at all. Duncan just shoulder barges him down first time. Yes, quite right. Now he bigged up him doing that to Henry Winter when he spoke to me, and he's right. Then there's a huge Duncan punch, massive, but Sedgwick comes back with two bulldogs, and then. And then he creases up, folds up those enormous legs of Duncan's for a sharpshooter. It's really nice to see Duncan screaming in pain. Rose breaks it up. There's a DQ. And just when Duncan wants to start beating Jonathan up, out come Dylan and Mukhtoom. Oh, he's available now, is he? With chairs. Duncan smiles. A very wry smile. And Dylan gets on the mic. And you know what? Good work early on in the ring. Good mic work here as well. Duncan says he can beat them all. He's shouting from the from the, the walkway. And you can hear him, which is great, actually. Dylan wants him and Mokhtoum versus Duncan. Duncan doesn't seem phased by that. Dylan's really good here, actually. As he said, you know, I don't want to mess your night up. But it's really nice. He asks Sid to make the match. When Sid makes the match, though, Duncan suddenly isn't happy. Screw you, he shouts. Why? Because if he loses... He can't be at ringside with the Khan versus Sedgwick match. That's a really good wrinkle. And it really adds something to this two-on-one. The team of Mukhtoum and Dylan, Wild Sheik. That's not ideal. <laughs> or Wild Shake, if you want. That sounds even worse. <laughs> it's not great. It's like something a fast food joint would give you. But a Wild Shake? Not sure. Just been to the toilet, I don't want to go again. <laughs> it's not it's not ideal, but there you go. Now, here is the round the clock championship match that we knew we were gonna have from last week. JPR with of course Cayman Carlisle and Billy O'Keefe with Andrew Jepson, because they 
will soon be challenging for the belts. JPR screaming at, uh, at, the, at Winter and, and Sid, Mr. Carter, JJ, blimey. Winter said he'd done some uh, research on JPR, and he said, JPR stands for Just a Pound Shop Raven. <laughs> I love that phrase, it's very nice. There was a lovely camera angle from one corner behind JPR's shoulder as he stares at O'Keefe in the other corner. That's nice. Now, JPR goes for it early, and so does O'Keefe. He gets a kind of half-destroyer, nice JPR faceplant, and JPR works on the shoulder, drags him down with it, wrenches it across his face, actually. Nice crossbody, ankle lock, screaming while he does it. That's really good, actually. O'Keefe gets the hammerlock hammerlock, um, clothesline, which is good, and there's a kick out. A kick out from that. Carlisle distracts him, but Jepson comes out, and they fight on the outside. And then O'Keefe trips JPR and gets the pin. I didn't expect that. I thought that JPR would be keeping this belt for a long time. Of course, he could win it back tomorrow. But I thought he'd be keeping it for a long time. That surprised me again. And that's what I want from my wrestling shows. I want surprises. JPR can't believe it. And we'll be seeing this team later on, of course. In the meantime, just to J. Rowe Lewis Jr. III, twice removed, versus Hunter El Carlos. At some point during this match, Lewis goes up to the, uh, the commentary table, gets the book, opens it, pronounces it creepy, and comes back with some really good kicks. There's a Hunter El Carlos headlock. It's all right. He gets a very nice drive-by kick to the outside, and Lewis answers with a drop kick off the second rope, and then a spinning neck breaker, and a cutter, and a running knee for the pin. But you know what? It sounds like it was more one-sided, but it wasn't. Hunter L. Car Us can really wrestle. And you know, we saw this last week. That's a closer match, actually. And I'd like to see some more of that action. Fast action, really good wrestling, nice match. And your main event of the night, Andrew Jepson with Billy O'Keefe versus Cayman Carlisle with JPR. There are Jepson chants. Where is he? Where's his music? Clearly there's a problem with the music. We eventually get it. But you know what? In previous weeks, there'd be a silence there. Now you've got Henry Winter and um, and Sid just talking and chatting as if they didn't know there was any problem. They're enjoying themselves and we're enjoying them enjoying themselves. So the hiatus doesn't really matter. And you don't think at any point they're just talking through this hiatus because there's a problem. Don't think that at all. What you do think is, well, actually, they're in a good time and so are we. Eventually, we get the match on. But not before we see Carlisle and, J- and JPR not smiling particularly. Carlisle's, he's sharp, smart. He bails twice early on. Then he comes in with some kicks and bails again. Very nice. When Jepson finally gets his hands on him, you know what's going to happen. He throws him around the ring, including an enormous beal. Then on the outside, Carlisle puts JPR in front of him, but O'Keefe deals with him. And then there's a huge um, Carlisle twist of fate. But actually, O'Keefe and um, JPR are fighting on the outside. And the ref's out there. I'm thinking, come on, there's a pin in the ring. Then I suddenly realised, well, actually, O'Keefe's got the round the clock championship. So that's for a belt. The match inside the ring isn't. That takes precedence. That's where the ref should be. Because a belt could change hands. That's great. 
It's a really good piece of work and I already realised when they were doing it. That's good work, good booking, good angle. So then we've got Kim and Carlisle thinking, okay, if I can't get that, I'll come off the top. Bit of a shame because JPR, because um, Jepson grabs him, walks around the ring with him, Samoan drops him for the pin. JPR's little face, he's so shocked, is great. And what's happened now is that JPR and Car- Carlisle are now secondary heel team. The Persian Empire are really the team in the ascendancy. And you need that if you're going to move forward. This was a great hour and 20-something minutes. So much happened. People are at the top of their game now. Tommy Dillon's jumped up a notch. People like Joe Sedgwick have really improved quickly. Jonathan Sedgwick looks energised. The Persian Empire and the new and the new um, the new JPR and Carlisle team with Winter glowering at the commentary team and Sid and Winter together, just great. This is it's great, great wrestling. You can't take your eyes off it. And there wasn't a bad match in this, and there weren't any bad angles either. I never thought I'd be saying that when I was not but a lad a few weeks ago. Well done. Very well done, UKW. Ta-ta. Thank you.